Hello and happy holidays. Welcome to We Support Caregivers Podcast. Once again, I am Lashina McBride, the Executive Director of We Support Caregivers Incorporated. We Support Caregivers Incorporated is a 501c3 organization that encourages and empowers individuals who take care of their elderly loved ones to cultivate and focus on self-care. To make a donation or to learn more about our organization, please visit WeSupportCaregivers.org. So this is part three, which is the final installment of our podcast series, Coexisting with COVID-19. So if I asked you right now, rate your mental health, what number would you give yourself? What number would you give your mental health? Well, this last installment of our podcast series is going to focus on maintaining our mental health during the pandemic. So after this break, I'm going to share with you some things that I do, things that I recommend that you can try or that you can do in order to maintain our good mental health. You're listening to We Support Caregivers Podcast. In order for us to know how to maintain our mental health, we first have to understand what our mental health is. According to the CDC, mental health involves our emotional, psychological, and social well-being. Our mental health affects how we think, feel, and how we behave. Our definition here at We Support Caregivers, um, the aqua color in our logo represents mental self-care. So our definition of mental self-care is engaging in activities to maintain or improve the condition of one's mental health. Thinking about or hearing those two definitions, they both coincide very well with each other. So a few things that I do in order to maintain my mental health. Number one, I have to heavily rely on my relationship that I have with Jesus Christ. I am a Christian. I am a believer. And if I didn't have my relationship with him, I don't know where I would be. I don't know how I would have gotten through and made it this far in my life and different things that I have gone through. So one thing for me is having that relationship with Jesus Christ It's vital and really there's no better time than now to get that relationship with him. You know, when we look at everything that's going on around us, what I know to be true is Jesus is the sure thing that's not going to change. You know, he's the same right now, yesterday, today, and forevermore. He's not going to change. And, you know, having my relationship with him And going through certain things and see how he covers me, see how he always is on time, see how he always makes a way for me. It builds my faith in him. It builds my faith in him and makes my faith even stronger. So and being a healthcare professional, you know, the things I'm exposed to at work, you know, if I don't keep my faith and trust in Jesus Christ and continue to develop my relationship with him and my faith in him, I couldn't do my job. 
because I'll be so worried and I will walk in fear rather than walk in faith. So the one thing that I recommend is establishing a relationship with Jesus Christ. You know, there's many benefits to having a relationship with him, you know, having a relationship with him. I don't have to be anxious for anything, but by prayer and supplication and with thanksgiving, all I have to do is make my request known unto God. So having a relationship with Jesus Christ gets me access to God. You know, I can put my prayer request in. I can pray to him. I have access to him because I've established a relationship with him, you know, and knowing that I don't have to be anxious about anything. It's because I've cast my cares upon him because I know he cares for me. And I know that everything I'm concerned about, Jesus is concerned about. And that's why having a relationship with him, I can cast those burdens. I can cast my cares upon him. And I know once I place them in his hands, he's working on my behalf. So this, there's a surety, there's a confidence, you know, that I have not in myself, but because of who Jesus is and what I know he has done for me. My confidence comes from him because I know who he is and the relationship that I have with him and the relationship that I have to continue to cultivate, you know, um, how I can, how I cultivate my relationship with him is by going to church, fellowshipping with other saints, you know, my, my personal time with him by having my devotion and prayer and everything. Those are ways that I cultivate my relationship with Christ. So I would say one thing that you can do to maintain your mental health establish a relationship with Jesus Christ. You know, in him, we have peace in him. You know, we don't have to worry in him. We can cast our cares upon him, you know? And one thing about it is everything else changes, but he's not going to change, you know? And the fact that he loved us so much and that he loves us, you know, he proved it by dying for us that through him, that by accepting him, we can have life and that we can have life more abundantly. So, That's the first thing that I recommend if you don't know who Jesus is and if you don't know and you don't have a relationship with him, I recommend Jesus. If you tried everything else and you haven't tried Jesus, you have nothing to lose. But I recommend Jesus. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Moving on. Another thing that we can do to maintain our mental health, we have got to limit how much news we take in every day. We have to set boundaries in order to maintain our mental health. We have to set boundaries. So one of the boundaries we have to set is how much news are we consuming every day? I mean, there's people I know who wake up to the news, who go to sleep watching the news. You walk into their house, they got an TV on in the living room with news, TV on in a bedroom with news. I mean, we have to set boundaries and limit the amount of news we're taking in. I love the news. The news is very beneficial. The news keep us informed. But after a while, if you keep hearing the same stuff over and over and over again, then the news can kind of listening to the news, watching the news can start to have fear seep in. So believe it or not, I don't watch the news. I don't watch the news. I'm around other people that keeps me to know a lot of uh, several things that's going on. And then also, you know, I follow media. I follow social media on my social media pages. I follow different news sites. So there's things I see coming down in my stream anyway, or my news feed. And speaking of social media, that's another thing that we have to limit. 
limit your time on social media. God knows our, I'm a fan of social media. And if it wasn't for business purposes, I wouldn't even be on social media as much as I am. However, one thing I like about Facebook, Facebook has this feature where you could be friends with somebody, but you could unfollow them. What that means is you're friends with them on Facebook. You have access to them. You can conversate with them on Facebook, but you don't have to see in your news feed what they post on their Facebook pages. So, for instance, I have people I'm friends with, but because I know who they are, too, I unfollow them. So I don't have to see <laughs> their things in my news feed. I don't have to see things that they post in my, that they post in my news feed. So let's learn the technology that we love so much. Let's learn how to use it to our benefit. So limiting time on social media. So because of, because of the pandemic and COVID and everything like that, we've had to socially distance ourselves from people. And one, one thing that we need, one thing that humans, we crave interaction with each other. And it's been kind of challenging for us because we've had to socially distance ourselves for protection. So what can we do to maintain our mental health as it pertains to interacting with people? Technology. I talked to um, actually one of my classmates. She was letting me know that they did Thanksgiving via Zoom, you know, Um, and for her, it wasn't about food and stuff. It was just that just having the opportunity to see her family and to spend that time virtually with each other. No, they all lived in separate states and, you know, they all was in different places, but they still was able to be together on Thanksgiving virtually. So many of our Thanksgiving this year had to be different just because of keeping in mind COVID and social distancing and, you know, protecting ourselves and being safe. But we, we just had to do things differently by utilizing technology. So one way to maintain our mental health you know, is interacting virtually with our friends and family if we can't be with them or if it's not safe to be with them, you know? So more virtual interactions with our loved ones, it can still give us that sense of being together without literally being in the same room with them. So again, let's learn technology and utilize technology to our benefit, to our benefit, Another thing that we can do to maintain our mental health, watch what we say about ourselves. I'm a firm believer of positive affirmation. You know, you have to have talks to yourself and let you and let yourself know, hey, it's not going to always be this way. Things are going to get better. I am going to make it through this. I am going to be this. I am going to be that and so on and so on and so on. Positive affirmation. I'm a firm believer of that. And here's why I'm a firm believer of that. Our words shape our world. What we say can change our life. What we say can change our reality. What we speak out can be and form into existence. So I'm a firm believer. Yes. Speak what's good, what's right, what's godly, what's righteous, you know, what you want to see happen, keep that, get rid of the negative thinking, 
you know, and here, you know, and, and of course we have to be real with ourselves. If you're upset, acknowledge your feelings that you're upset. Don't, don't ignore how you feel. You can acknowledge you're upset. You can, you, you can acknowledge that you're sad. Just don't stay there. The problem is when you stay mad, then it's going to impact your behavior. When you stay sad, it's going to impact your behavior. Then that's how depression seeps in and so forth and so forth and so forth. So don't deny or don't ignore how you feel. If you're upset, you're upset. Don't stay that way. You can't stay in that moment. You can't, you can't stay there or staying there is going to impact your mental health in ways that won't be beneficial to you. It won't be good for you. So definitely if you're having a moment, if you feel in a certain kind of way, get it out, do what you have to do, acknowledge it, but quickly move on. Don't stay in that mindset. You can't stay in that mindset. So definitely positive affirmation, speaking positively, thinking positively. And again, we have to be mindful what we watch, what we listen to, who we hanging around. You know, I mean, some people that you can hang around can be toxic. You know, all they want to talk about is the negative things. And they're so skeptical and this, that, and the third. I mean, be careful who you hang around, who's in your ear a lot. You know, we have to be mindful of all that because all those things impact our mental health. Every bit of them impact impacts our mental health. So we have to be mindful of what we're, you know, watching, listening to, who we hanging around. We have to be mindful of all that because it impacts our mental health. So another thing that we can do to maintain our mental health is journaling. I have a journal. You know, sometimes it's not best to say things. Sometimes it's best just to write things out. Writing can be very therapeutic, very comforting. You know, it it makes you feel comfortable like you're writing out things. Um, I know somebody who said they just write words in a journal. They don't, they're not sentences. They just write everything that comes to their mind, you know? So that's another thing we can do to maintain our mental health. Have a journal, you know, whatever you want to call it. It could be like a self-care journal. It can be a journal where you just, you know, your ideals or just how you feel, you know, write those things out. That's a good way of maintaining good mental health, you know, just writing out how you feel. You know, or if it's not sentences on how you feel, just different words that come to your mind, things like that. But there's there's several things that we can do. And I'm just sharing a few things that I've done and a few things that I'm doing to maintain our to maintain my mental health. So and sharing them, you can utilize them or implement them so you can maintain so you can maintain your mental health as well. After this short break, I'm going to recap the points as we conclude our Coexisting with COVID-19 podcast series. You're listening to We Support Caregivers Podcast. Welcome back. So I shared with you what we can do to maintain our mental health. I first broke down what mental health is. I also shared with you what mental self-care is based from our definition here at We Support Caregivers. 
And then I continue to share with you some points that you can implement, that you can utilize to help you maintain your mental health. The first thing I recommend is Jesus establishing a relationship with him. The Bible declares in Romans 10, 9 and 10 that if we confess with our mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in our heart that God has raised him from the dead, we are saved. That scripture is the starting point of you developing a relationship with Jesus Christ. To be clear, it, everything starts and ends with Jesus. He's the Alpha, the Omega, the beginning, the ending, the first and the last. Everything starts, got to go through him and ends with him. So establishing a relationship with Jesus Christ is key, not just to our mental health, but key to our life. Then I also shared with you how we have to set boundaries to maintain our mental health. Those boundaries include limiting how much TV we watch, how much news we watch. After a while, it can become toxic and it can impart fear into us. Again, limiting how much time we spend on social media. Because we're human and we crave human interactions, we have to still find a different way of doing so, but with the within the guidelines of you know, protect ourselves because of COVID-19 and pandemic. So we can increase our virtual interactions with our friends and our family using different social media or different technologies such as Zoom or what have you or what have you. Another point I shared with you was positive affirmation. To maintain our mental health, we have to speak kindly to our own selves. So encourage yourself. It's going to be all right. Things are not going to stay this way. Things are going to get better. Things are going to get better. We're going to get through this. So on and so on and so on. Positive affirmation. Speak positively to yourself, to your situation. Why? Because our words can change our life. Our words can change our reality. Our words can change our world. Biblically speaking, death and life is in the power of our own tongue. So we can speak what we want out into existence. So definitely positive affirmation and being mindful of what we speak to ourselves and what we're saying about others as well. I also shared another point I shared was just being mindful of our environment, who we're hanging out with what we're listening to, again, what we're watching, all those things impact our mental health. And lastly, another point I shared was journaling. Journaling is a good way to maintain our mental health. It's, a, it's, a, it's therapeutic. It's a way that we can release through writing out how we feel or just writing out the different words that comes to our mind. But writing, journaling is very therapeutic, very comforting, very relaxing. After this break, I'm going to conclude the third part in the series on coexisting with COVID-19. You're listening to We Support Caregivers Podcast.
Welcome back. So this concludes our three-part podcast series, Coexisting with COVID-19. Part one was about what is COVID-19. Part two, we shared quarantine, isolation, and testing guidelines. And part three, which we just finished, we focused on maintaining our mental health during the pandemic. We thank you for tuning in and listening to us. We are available on several other platforms that for your listening pleasure that you can listen to, such as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Anchor, and several more. So make sure you subscribe and follow our podcast to stay up to date with the information that we'll be sharing. Until next time, enjoy your holiday season and most importantly, be safe. You've been listening to We Support Caregivers Podcast. Thank you.